Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. First of all, happy Monday, obviously. Um, I'm excited for this week's episode, so much so you have no freaking idea. <laughs> um, first of all, before I even get into that, it's been a wild last week. <laughs> More so last week was the wildest 24 hours I've ever had in my life. Um, and I'm going to save that announcement. Um just until things kind of die, die down a little bit. Um, but let's just say my life took a complete, I would like to say 180, but it's not really a 180. It's all, not even like a 360. It's like a 90 degrees, but it feels more like a 180. Um, but we'll get more into that in the next couple episodes once everything kind of dives, dies down and then I can kind of talk about what, what's been going on here. But let's just say my anxiety's was my anxiety was insane and now we're it's we're calming down a little bit um but I'm so excited to just to be able to take the time to have this the conversation that I'm going to have today and just kind of forget everything else for a hot minute um and talk about something that's really 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 important and I'm super super excited for today's episode because I'm going to be talking with somebody who I've known since high school and um, we weren't like close friends in high school, but we were definitely acquaintances. Um, we had a couple mutual friends. I'm pretty sure we worked at the, on the prom committee together. Um, but like we were never like close, close as in like we hung out outside of school and stuff. But after we all left high school, um, I've been following her on Instagram and like just being able to see like how her life is going and how her life has progressed. And this girl who I'm going to be, I'm so honored to be able to chat with today. Um, I'm so proud of everything she's accomplished the last little while we've been out of high school and how much she's grown and how much of an advocate she has become. Um, I'm going to save her story for her so that she can share her story with us. Um, But isn't it so cool how like you might not be the closest in your past, like in high school or whatever. Um, but as like, you kind of, you, you see each other on social media or what have you. And like, you just support each other, even if it's just from afar through social media. And I've been seeing her posts and I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Like we talk about mental health. We talk about relationships. We talk about, um, navigating our twenties and obviously her being my age, we were in the same grade. Um, she's gone through a lot, and I felt like it was kind of important to kind of bring that to light if she was open to and um, talk about she has a really strong relationship too with her husband and I wanted to talk about that as well um, just because finding that at, at in your 20s at 27 is is tricky and I don't know how I don't remember how long she's been married for but we can talk to her about that um, and she was like yeah absolutely and um, 
I was, she's like, I'm so thankful. And I was like, oh my gosh, yay. Like, I, I was kind of nervous to be honest to ask her because like, we haven't really talked since high school, obviously, just seeing each other's pictures and like liking Instagram pictures. Um, but I'm super excited that she's going to be on. I'm super excited to be able to have a conversation with her for her to be able to share our story with us. Um, and I hope, really hope that you guys enjoy hearing her story as much as I've enjoyed um, seeing it through social media and being able to cheer her on from afar. So without further ado, we're going to take a quick break because she's in the waiting room and then we'll bring Katie on. All right. I am super, super excited. Katie is here. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful now that I got my nice red wine glass with me. I know we're we're both set here. I think we are gonna like cheers over uh, over what we're doing right over now. Over our little Instagram live video thingy. Yeah, clink clink clink. <laughs> um, I was just kind of telling my listeners like we've obviously we know each other from high school and stuff, um, and we kind of connected more so I would say like over the last maybe year or two um, through Twitter. <laughs> 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 Like, obviously, I've seen all your stuff, like, on social media and stuff, but I think we kind of, like, connected more so over Twitter recently and are just, we're still on Twitter because we're lame and I embrace that and that's totally fine. Um, right? Um, so do you just want to kind of tell my listeners, like, who you are, your story? Like, I didn't want to take that away from you and I wanted you to be able to tell your story and, you, and who you are. I can totally do that. So I'm Katie. I am 27 from, you know, a very, very small town where me and Shelly both kind of grew up. Um, I'm now located in Ontario, um, the Kansas capital. And so I'm just kind of doing that as a nurse right now. Um, I'm an occupational health and safety nurse. And the reason I'm here is just because I am just launched a brand new site, Mm -hmm. um, Bald and Bodacious, wanting to break beauty standards and say uh it's trying to be different a little bit i think you can swear on here it's fine i feel like the f word was about to come up you can swear it's totally fine <laughs> i totally was going to but i wasn't really sure <laughs> no i love it I, I love it so much um do you want to kind of talk about your bald and bodacious why is it why it's titled that because obviously the listeners can only hear us um and they can't see us right now so do you want to kind of give that backstory yeah, of course. So my site is called Bald and Bodacious. I am a thick, queen-size, bald-headed, sassy, confident person. Oh, I think that is how I like to describe myself anyways. Accurate. Um, and so what I decided to do, I um, I was getting my brows done, and someone complimented me and said, Wow, Katie, like you're so confident. Um, do you have a site that I can follow or an Instagram or a TikTok? And I'm like... Oh no, I don't. They're like, oh, but if you if you did though, like I would love to see, you know, like how you how are you so confident? How are you filled with so much self love and positivity? And I'm like, I don't know. Like this just kind of came one day, and and I am now who I am. And and so then I decided. I'm like, wow. I've been being told, you know, several times over the past few years, you know, wow, like you're really confident, and and you inspire me. And and how do you be yourself? And and I figured. Okay, well, if you're saying that, and now you're saying that, well, maybe other people want to hear that too. And and I think also because I've never had someone who looks 
and uh, the privilege to see that you can be exactly who you are. I love, like, honestly, that message, like, gives me, gives me shivers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so the reason I'm bald there, folks, is yeah. I have alopecia universalis. So um, can you describe to listeners what that is? Yes, of course. So alopecia is an autoimmune disease that causes hair fall, uh, that actually attacks hair loss. Oh my gosh. Okay. So alopecia is an autoimmune disease that causes uh, hair loss. And the most common form is called alopecia areata. Uh, the immune system actually attacks hair follicles and it causes um, your hair not to grow. So there are three main types. There's alopecia areata and they're actually like, imagine like a loony or a toonie, uh, like coin size bald spots around your head. Uh, there's alopecia totalis and it's actually the whole head and universalis alopecia universalis um it's the whole body no hair so lucky me i have had all three of them and i've had no body hair since i was about 16 years old so when i was 16 i started getting injections to stimulate eyelash and um, and eyebrow growth so for each person their hair loss journey is kind of different so some people's hair grows back fully while others is does not super different so there's like a genetic and environmental factors. So stress is a huge one. Currently, there is no cure for alopecia, but there are some treatments that help hair grow back more quickly than others. Moral of the story is, I'm bald. My hair will grow back in cute little peach fuzz, um, and then it'll just fall out again. And so I've got to stop. Are we allowed to say that it's a good thing because you don't never have to shave your legs? <laughs> hundred percent girl hundred percent i'm not shave anything i'm not plucking i'm not shaving i'm like um, i'm like thinking here i'm like that's a huge bonus right now <laughs> literally like i think if someone were to say to me like oh katie your hair is gonna grow back in like a few months i'd be like shit how do i curl hair what is conditioner for and do i go up or down to shave my legs <laughs> That is the best response I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, think about it. Like, I have no idea. I've yeah. I've been since I was nine. Yeah. And, like, you only learn how to, like, straighten your hair and stuff in, like, maybe grade seven or eight. Okay. So, like, my sisters, they have beautiful hair. They won't ask me, but my mother-in-law once asked me a few Christmases ago, Katie, can you curl the back of my hair? I'm like, oh, girl, no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be good at this. Anyways. She was, like, classic mother-in-law. You did great, sweetie. <laughs> and I think she, uh, I think she recurled herself. So is it, is alopecia, like, is it inherit? like, is it inherited then? Like, so, like, for example, because I know that there's going to be some people who, like, just don't understand how you got it and, like, your sisters don't, for example. Yeah, so it is technically, like, a genetic thing. Okay. So... Um, immune disorders can like pass down so it could be you know rheumatoid arthritis it could be alopecia it could be lupus it could be there's so many different Mm -hmm. kinds and so yes so um immune disorders are in my family and sometimes you get it sometimes you don't yeah so I um I got it out of my sisters lucky me and uh but like they always said it's a good thing that it was me and not them because I've got a nice head (laughs) that is true you have like you, sometimes like you feel your head right like I know yeah. like for me for example like you'll just be my boyfriend will be sitting here and I'll like roll the back of his head and I'm like you have this giant ass dent in the back of your head like you'd be ugly bald whereas you're beautiful like you're gorgeous thank you <laughs> or like my sister my one sister Erin always says I've 
got moles on my head, sweetie. No one wants to see those moles. That's I'd be like, I don't have any moles. Yeah, no, you're like you're beautiful. Like you're right. Like you you can pull it off. <laughs> um. <laughs> So can we, can we talk about that then, like, from our high school experience? Because, okay, so I don't mean to sound like, um, like, as if I don't know. Well, in high school, obviously, I didn't know. Um, and can we talk about how that experience was for you, kind of, in high school, dealing with that? Sure. Well, I didn't know you in elementary school. So, yes, sure. Start from, like, when it kind of, like, like hit you. So it's all good. So um, I was actually nine when I started losing my hair, mm-hmm. and I started with alopecia areata. So it was just a few bald spots. I was going into grade four, and I noticed some some bald spots. And I'm like, okay, you know. But I didn't really think about that. I was too busy playing with, playing with like my Polly Pockets. Okay. So, I loved Polly Pockets. <laughs> oh, me too. I was like known for the collection. <laughs> So then after a month or so, you know, I'm in grade four, I'm going through puberty. Yep. Okay, so I'm already going through that. So I then developed totalis, and in like a month. So totalis is just your head, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so I was like, not. so I went from the bald spots, and I had like really, really nice like hair too. I had like this strawberry blonde cute little bang. I saw one of your posts where it said um, your, like your wig was the closest to your hair, and I was like, oh, that's so cool to kind of like know that. <laughs> It was, it was pretty cool. And then in a few, in like maybe like a month or two, I was completely bald. Um, and so <laughs> when you're going through puberty um, and you realize you're different, that's when it really, really sucks. Yeah. So then I was then completely bald. I had, you know, like um, alopecia, totalis. It was fine. I still had my eyebrows, still had my eyelashes, still had my body hair. Um, and it was fine. Like, it sucked. I, uh, I was terrified to wear a wig. Yeah. So I actually just wore bandanas. And so anyone who knows me from my elementary school days, I only wore bandanas. And so it was pretty brutal. But then, you know, I got, I think I got up my very first wig when I was in grade eight. And I just, like, pretended no one would know the difference. I just showed up to school one day with a wig. And I'm like, oh, hey, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but then, like, high school, um, it was, like, a little bit harder. But then... Again, no one, everyone was different. I could, like, reimagine myself in high school. Yeah. But then I was 16 years old, and I realized, oh, hey, I still don't have to shave. I still don't have to shave my legs. And then I was drawing my eyebrows on back before that was kind of a thing. Yeah. And uh, that's when I realized that I was actually developing alopecia universalis. And then all of a sudden, I was actually getting steroid injections. Oh, and wow. I know this is going to sound absolutely terrifying, if I even mention it to my friends or my family, they're like, Ugh. I used to get steroid injections into my eyes and into my eyebrows. Oh, wow. So I would actually uh, stimulate hair growth. And it was a very, very painful thing. I'd be off for the day. I'd be bruised because wow. my dermatologist sometimes like, um, hit a vein or whatnot. Just, you know, what? Beauty is pain, right? Yeah. And then, um, and then I just said one day, fuck it. <laughs> and I didn't really care anymore when it came to that I could just draw them on I didn't really care so when you knew me in high school I always wore a wig my hair always looked the same and I, I remember like, I think I remember in grade nine you still like wore the band I can't remember like later on but I think I remember when I first met you in grade nine you still had like the you still wore a bandana with the wig with the wig of yeah. Course, yeah yeah yeah, course. yeah you know I gotta like change it up sometimes <laughs> So yeah, just to go back to like my old look, sometimes I would like throw a bandana in there and be like, hey, this is still my thing. And now 
If I were to put on a bandana, I think I'd probably cry. Oh. I've gotten some, like, you guys can't see my head, my, these listeners, but I've got a little headscarf on right now by Nick's and Birds of Paya. But um, it's the closest I'm going to get to a bandana. No, I no, I love it. And, like, I have a little <laughs> headband on, too. Like, it's, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> it's, it's totally a thing. You know, thank goodness it's been brought back into a style. Right? Right? I remember, like, wearing headbands in, like, high school and maybe elementary school, big-time elementary school. And, like, looking back at the pictures, I'm like, wow, that, like, that looks so cheesy. But now it's back, so I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> so my hair actually grew back twice. Oh, really? I, yeah, so I was on this really, really terrible medication. It was, like, topical medication. And pretty much what it did, because my body is attacking itself at all times, yeah. this medication actually stimulated this allergic reaction so that my body would then be like oh shit we gotta attack these this chemical instead of fighting off these hair follicles and so i actually grew my hair back twice oh wow but what like like doing, a, like a lot or just like oh no like in grade five i had this super cute blonde like bright blonde pixie haircut um and my hair was actually a different color so it grew back every time it grew back in it grew back in a different color wow that's a thing turns out hmm. so but the, t- the, the side effects were absolutely terrible. I would not recommend it to my worst enemy. It thinned my skin. I now have eye bags from like, the treatment. I had these water blisters on my neck. Oh, my goodness. Again, and I mean, like I remember being a kid, I mean, like, you know, 9, 10 years old, and calling them my slugs because they were, like, the size of an average slug. Oh. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's for me to grow hair back. So... Um, but again, and then I said, screw it, and I'll just lose my hair. Because, again, the side effects were really, really brutal. So, again, you knew me in high school. Always wearing a wig. Always looked the same. When would it, when did it, um, when did you start to feel more confident where you kind of transitioned from wearing a wig all the time to embracing, like, how you are today? It started slowly. Yeah. It definitely started slowly. Um, I was definitely told to not tell anyone. I was told... So yeah, this is like kind of a hard thing. So I was actually told to be very ashamed of it. I was I was told, you know, this is something, no, don't tell anyone, hide. Yeah. Someone comes in, you better hide. Yeah. You know, um, wear wigs, wear bandanas, don't, no, don't embrace that. And so I think it's when I moved out of that small town. Mm-hmm. You know, I moved to Kingston. I remember telling, in college, I remember telling my first friend and being like, I'm bald. And she goes, I know. <laughs> because we were like, so we were like, we were like nursing students. And, um, and I remember I looked at her and I'm like, you know? And she goes, girl, I know. And then I started slowly being like, okay. Um, but, but my college friends were really, really great. Um, me and my best friend, we lived together. And she saw me bald all the time for the very first time in my life. Haley, actually. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, she's like, she's like, girl, if I'm going to the store looking like a hobo, you can go to the store without hair on. Yeah, so <laughs> we moved to Ottawa together, actually, me and Haley. And my friends have always been super, super supportive. And I'd maybe go to the grocery store with a hat on. Oh. And that was a pretty big step. Yeah. And that was a big step. And then I met the love of my life. Which we're going to get to him. <laughs> we totally will. But, you know, ching ching to Alex because yeah. he is the reason I am who I am. Oh. And this is the reason I love myself and I'm not saying you know having someone love you makes everything better 
but how can you love yourself or how can you let somebody love you if you can't love yourself? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so like going through elementary and high school obviously are the hardest parts. Can we, um, can you kind of talk about how that going, like being diagnosed with alopecia and then going through that and kind of go navigating especially when we're um like going through puberty and adolescence and as a teenager and kind of how that affected your mental health compared to today my goodness my mental health was completely shit (laughs) that was before mental health was even a thing right you know what i mean you couldn't really talk about it and i was and i was told not to talk about it and like man i actually was depressed and i was like nine yeah you know what i mean and so anyways so my mental health went down the drain um, you're going through puberty, you're nine years old, you realize that you're different from anyone else. Um, it's awful. So the kids were actually really cruel. The bullying was absolutely atrocious. I mean, like, I probably got some, like, PTSD looking back. And I, like, I did black out a bit of, like, ages from, like, nine to 13. Yeah. Because of how it was, like, originally handled. So, go, so elementary school, probably one of the worst times ever. Um, but then going to high school ball is a little bit different. I wore a wig, didn't tell anyone. Um, but I had a pretty badass friend to make sure I didn't get picked on. And so you'll probably remember her. Yep. So you didn't want to mess with her or, or you didn't want to mess with me because then you get her and you didn't really want to fuck with her. So I was, I was actually really lucky for her and some of the friends that I got. Um, then college was great, you know, starting more open, had some good friends, but then, you know, wearing a wig during clinical sucked. <laughs> mm. But again, my mental health during these stages were just getting better and better and better because I was being able to be more who I was, like mm-hmm. the true version of myself. And I realized, okay, you like me for that? Oh, okay, we can do this then. Yeah, like you kind of like thought like it wasn't s- such a bad part of who you were at the end of the mm-hmm. day. 100% because because I was told don't tell anyone I thought no one would like me if I actually was to tell it's people. it's honestly it's crazy to think like how much like obviously people don't talk about mental health as much and like they we talk about it now not as open as maybe it should be but even thinking about 10 years ago when we were in high school like we didn't talk about it at all no, no. and that's and that's we crazy to think because 10 years it. ago wasn't that long no but you were allowed to say hey I'm feeling depressed today hey, I'm actually really anxious today or, like, my self-esteem is shit. Yeah. Like, or, like, how forbid you mentioned meds or therapy? Yeah. And now it's like, oh, man, do I love my meds? Yes. Do I love therapy? Hells yes. Yep. I, heck, I wrote a whole article about it. <laughs> yeah, you did. And you know what? Again, it's huge. Like, yeah. So, yeah, honestly. Um, I guess, well, you kind of already mentioned this. How does it, does it still affect you in your daily life? Or has you more so, like, it's not, like, as much of I don't want to say burden burns not the right word like it's not so much in the front burner of like your thoughts so to speak so now it actually makes my life a hell of a lot easier um though I have not had hair honestly since I was I think I was like 12 years old so I've been bald for the majority of my life so I lost so I didn't grow hair until I was like three years old I was one of those really cute bald kids and so I really only had hair for about six years of my life. I'm going to have to keep that in mind, okay? So, but I actually love being bald. Uh, it takes me no time in the morning to get ready. I have my brows nano-tattooed on, so I don't have to make sure they're drawn on properly. Um, I don't have to shave anywhere, if you know what I'm saying. Sometimes <laughs> I get sick. 
Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get, get it. Um, so sometimes I do get sick a little bit more often because uh, I have a weakened immune system because my body is too busy attacking my hair follicles. So that sucks. And I also have no nose hairs. So I don't, it can, they can't filter out the bad stuff. So like, does that mean you have a lot of boogies? I teach elementary school. That's the first thing that came to my head. Boogies. Love that. <laughs> but like, no, no nose hair. So I, I do get sick a little bit more often. So I remember actually wearing a mask before COVID when I was at work. But um, it also, so in the summer when I used to wear hair, it gets a little hot. Mm-hmm. And, in the, and, and in the winter, it gets very cold. And so I always need to keep a hat on me. And because I have no eyelashes, I get, like, particles and, like, those goops yeah. in my eye. Um, and the only negative thing for me, like, if it affects my daily life, is that I actually forget that I'm bald and that I realize that I look different than, other, like, other people. And I'll get, like, stared at and, like, I'll get comments and I'll be like, wait, oh, right, I look different. Okay. Do you, okay. <laughs> this is totally not something that I kind of, like, I, we talked about questions and stuff and what I wanted to talk about. This is totally something that just came to my brain as you were saying this. Do, and this might sound bad and I do not mean it to. Do sometimes yeah. people mistake it for cancer? Honey, at work, I got a pin that says, and, and I, I'm, I'm going to um, tag, you know, Ottawa, like, bow tie, Ottawa Valley bow tie. They made me a pin and it says, um, yes, I am bald. No, I just can't grow hair. That's amazing. Because um, I do get asked some weird questions, some horrible questions all the time. Well, especially like working in the nursing field and the health field, like you would get that all the time. All the time. Yeah, people are a little scared of, are you sick taking care of people who are sick? No, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) Um, I love how, like, because sometimes, like, I don't know how to approach things sometimes, and sometimes I say, like, what comes to my brain first, it might not be the most political correct thing, it might not be, like, the most polite thing, um, so I'm really, I'm really happy and thankful that, like, even though as these questions come to my brain, like, you don't get offended by them, because, <laughs> like, I'm learning too, and I, I'm always, like, I always want to learn more about things, and this is something I don't necessarily know that much about, because, like I said, like, we talked about, like, we weren't friends growing up. Um, so I've only kind of learned more now as I've followed your posts and like interacted with you a little bit more in the last year. Um, so I do not mean to sound ignorant when I ask you. It's just I want to make sure that like kind of everybody gets that information. So ask away. I would actually rather people ask than assume. Mm-hmm. Um, when kids come up to me or they, I hear them at the grocery store, Mommy, why does that person not have hair? I'll look at the parent and be like, they can ask me if they'd like ask me yeah don't assume don't ask me um is this a fashion statement well you can too i don't really actually you know what i don't care just ask <laughs> you know what just ask because you would rather people ask than assume yep and i think that if i could yeah i just don't assume just ask because you know what we're used to being asked yeah that kind of coincides with, like, the next thing I was going to ask you before we take a break. Um, what are some things you wish people knew about alopecia? And that's that's a perfect response, too. Oh, for me, I wish that people knew it was not contagious. Oh. That I'm not. You get that? that? Not, yes. Wow. Yes. Am I going to catch out? If I, am I going to catch this? 
from you. Am I if I kiss um, you? Am I gonna? Oh wow, wow. Yeah. Or um, how's your treatment going? I get that one asked a lot. Um, I get told about your aunt or your cousin or my cousin had cancer, and you know what? I gotta like. I really have to say it's actually really hard for me because I don't have cancer and like I don't ever want to be in that same world because I don't want to ever be compared to them because they are fighting a whole other battle yeah. and I am not. I'm I'm living my life. I just can't grow hair. They these are the ones fighting for their lives and so that one's hard for me. Um and so I also just wish that people knew it's not a lifestyle choice. I can ask that too cuz now shaving your head that's all a thing. Yeah, true. Um, I like that it's now a lifestyle choice. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a fashion statement. It's, it is coming back in. Demi Lovato shaved her head. Yep. And now that Jada Smith. Yep. No, is it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Jada Smith now has alopecia. And so I'm like, yes, honey, like bring it to the people. Um, wow. That hurts my heart. Like these are things I didn't know. And like, I wish, I wish I knew this before. Like, yeah, I wish we were closer in high school. I wish I had known, and I, I wish I could have helped, like helped you and just been that support in high school if I had known. And that's obviously you like couldn't. you didn't tell anybody, so like no, exactly. like nobody could have really helped because you didn't say anything. But like now, I'm just like, oh, my heart hurts. Like, <laughs> no, nobody could have known because I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, and so you know, it's just it's. But here's the thing, though, it's just it's just hair. Yeah, and. Uh, that's the thing I want people to know. It's just hair. It's not a beauty standard anymore. And, you know, having long hair, short hair, having hair in general is not going to make you more feminine. It's not going to make you more beautiful or sexy or confident. Fuck it. It's just fucking hair. So, see, I love this because, okay, so I'll, like, go on a little tangent here. So, um, my hair is naturally short. Um, I know our listeners can't see that right now, but my hair is naturally short. So, if I take it into the ponytail right now, this is my real hair right here. Girl. So when I was teaching my third year um, in school, I had a kid, I had straightened my natural hair, straightened it, it was all straight. I was like, okay, nice, it's like straightened. One of my grade five students came up to me and said, Madame, your hair is so thin. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and that day there was a girl following me on Instagram who did hair extensions and that day I messaged her and I've had hair extensions ever since. Now, and so, like, you talking, I'm just like, wow. Like, I wish I had your confidence to, like, because I can't even ha- walk around with, like, thinning hair. <laughs> but, and then everyone, it takes that time, you yeah. know? You were only in you said, your third year of teaching. You know, this has been me since I, you know, 2004. Yeah. So it doesn't just come overnight. But just know that thin hair, short hair, you know, um, there's a different kind of alopecia. You know, it's like male pattern baldness, mm-hmm. you know? Um we all know those men who have widow's peaks. You know, yep. it's okay to be bald yeah. or thinning hair or, you know, it's just. It's, like you said, it's just hair. <laughs> but, you know, thin hair, beautiful too. Kids are cool. Kids are, take kids Kids someone, can be mean. <laughs> take it from someone who was, who was probably your teaching kid's age when she lost her hair. Kids are cool. Yeah, yeah. And so they will, they will point out things, you know, heaven forbid the day. My nieces ask me. Mom, why is Auntie bald? Yeah. And you know what? They're going to be like, just because that's how your auntie is, okay? <laughs> because because then my, my nieces are going to know that you don't need any of that. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, let's take a, take a quick break, and then I want to talk about um, your whole advocacy piece. Cool. 
so besides mental health, which is something big that we talk about on this podcast, um, I also like to talk about relationships. And for me, um, it kind of triggers my anxiety sometimes talking about relationships just because I've had some pretty shitty ones in my past. Um, but I'm really curious, especially like with your diagnosis, we're going to talk about your relationship with your husband um, soon. But just in terms of like alopecia and your diagnosis, how has that kind of affected you building relationships, whether that be friendship relationships, romantic relationships, like has it affect that at all as you kind of have gone through your 20s? Okay, okay. So growing up in a small town, it was super hard building relationships and friendships because I think no one really wanted to date the, in quotation marks, bald girl. Because yeah. no one really knew I was bald, but I think people had like rumors or assumptions that I was bald. So I don't think anyone really wanted to. And so at that time, I also wasn't really open um, that I had alopecia, and I lied a lot. And so I think, um, I think at the time, I was actually saying I was getting extensions. And so shout out to everyone who remembers that I would say, oh, I'm going for my extension this weekend. Because I literally would lie and say I was getting extensions. And so um, because I was told to lie about who I was, I think I actually had a really hard time believing someone actually liked me or wanted to be my Mm -hmm. friend. So I actually really found that uh, friendships and relationships were really quite hard because, again, it was either all a lie or it was like a, are you bald or what's going on kind of thing. And so then growing up later in this whole, you know, Tinder bubble stage, I remember it being really, really hard, too, because being like, hey, like, do I tell you that I'm bald? Do I tell you in comparison or like, you know, just like to prepare you that something might change or don't pull too hard or like, like, do I give you a heads up? And so it was it was really hard. And so for a while. For a while, I actually remember my ex. I told him I was bald, and he's like, okay, that's great. Thank you for telling me, but I don't want to see it. Oh, he said that. He did. He's like, okay, like, that's totally fine. I support you. Do what you got to do, girl. Um, but, yeah, I don't really want to see it. So I remember sleeping with hair on, showering with hair on, um, going swimming with hair on, doing hikes, going to the gym with hair on. Um, so it was kind of, it was, it was hard. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know he's hashtag not the one. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's or, uh, the fact that he got his other person pregnant, either one works. Yeah. That, that the facts <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not expecting that term, but yes, that, yes. Um, yeah, not the one, not the one. Not, not the one. <laughs> Has building, um, Has you, like, your diagnosis of alopecia and how you've gone through mental health and how it's helped you navigate relationships, friendships, all of that, has that kind of helped you grow as an advocate? Um, Or is it, like, your self-confidence in yourself? Like, kind of, like, how did you grow as an advocate for alopecia? So I had to grow to be an advocate because I didn't have one when I was growing up. True. There was no one in the news who was bald. There was no actor who was bald. There was no one in a small town that we grew up in who was bald, let alone being different, let yeah. alone being outside of the valley folk norm, right? Legit. And, <laughs> and so there was no one I could talk to or who was going through anything remotely similar. So because I was made to feel ashamed of my lack of hair and hide something that made me who I was, 
I wanted to reach out to people and make sure that they knew that it is not something to be ashamed of. It is something actually to embrace, to be different. Um, we're, we're all so different. You, know, you and me, we are not the same. And yeah. that's what makes us who we are. And so this actually really resonated with me. And um, I love quotes. So vulnerability is hard, but faking it and lying to yourself is even harder. Um, I, right? I love that. I know. And so... And that one, like, hit me being like, okay, yeah, being vulnerable sucks. Yeah. But, like, to hide being who you really are. Or to fake, yeah, yeah. Right? And I remember the lies I told. Wow. The lies I told was was so hard to keep up with, my goodness. Yeah. And so, like, wow. I feel still, like, feel, like, self-conscious sometimes, 100%. Um anyone who knows me i'm a very sensitive peach um i try not to let things affect me anymore just consume me anymore like not like i used to mm-hmm. um am i always gonna maybe like wish that i was normal wish that i had hair like my sisters and my friends or that my husband had you know that's something to pull on to sure but if i want any of that i can actually just throw on a wig and i'm good to go true am i gonna be a brunette and look like my sisters throw on a brown wig Jeez, my husband want to be dating a redhead? I guess I'm a redhead tonight. <laughs> that is how I live my life. That's amazing. <laughs> you're honest. Like, fuck. You're, like, such an inspiration. Like, oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, thank you, girl. Take out those wigs. Those uh, hair extensions right now. Legit. <laughs> well, they're kind of permanent for like six months, but yes. <laughs> See, and that is what I lied about. I lied about having those mm-hmm. for years. <laughs> okay, so Hazel's totally playing with a ball, so if you hear her, I apologize. Um, we need to talk about something that... I'm really excited. I'm excited to talk to you literally in general. But ever since, <laughs> ever since, how long have you been married? Gosh, 28, June 2018. 18, 19, 20, 20, So almost four years. Okay. So ever since I saw that you got married, I was very hashtag low-key jealous. Not even low-key. Like <laughs> outright not even going to tell you I was jealous. Let's talk about your husband. <laughs> I'm, I'm always down to talk about my husband. Yeah. Let's talk about him. Um, there is so many things... Well, I've just, like I, like we've talked about, like we haven't really spoken, but I've seen like how your life has progressed and this, like the things that the life that you guys built and um, the things that he's done for you and how he's supported you through, through your journey too. Um, how did you kind of build such a strong relationship with him? Like how did it all happen? So this is going to sound very corny. I love corny. And uh, I, I also do love corny. So we actually met at a grocery store in Petawawa. No way. Yeah, yeah. I was working in the deli, and he was working in the HMR. And uh, we always said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna." He always said, "I'm gonna take you on a date." Okay. And so then we tried to go on a date for two years. And one day he called me. He goes, "Hey, I'm being posted to Petawawa. I'm gonna take you on that date." we knew we were going to be together from like pretty much our first date i called my mom like hey mom i'm gonna marry alex and he goes she goes yeah sounds good and it was just kind of like that you knew you knew so the reason it's so strong is so my husband is a fairly 
um, eccentric individual ever since we first met. So he always wanted me to live exactly for who I was, not hide anything, wanted me to embrace my alopecia from the start, and was like legitimately shocked that I wasn't from the get-go. Yeah, so I remember the, the first time I ever showed him I was bald. Um, my very, you know, squeaky clean bald head. We were about to have a shower together. And I went in with my wig on. And, and he looks at me and he laughs and he, you know, shakes his head. And he's like, okay, can I, uh, can I take your hair off? And I'm like, oh, I guess so. And he threw that damn brown wig across the room. And he's like, I hate that wig. I'm going to cry. Yeah, he's like, I hate that wig. And I hate that. That's not the real you. And I knew from that second, uh, I fell in love with him. Like, like, that was like my moment where it's like, did you, like, did you fall, like, when did you fall in love? I'm like, when he took my hair off and threw and chucked it across the bathroom. Oh my God. That's going to make me cry. <laughs> Oh, man. And so, like, since then, he'd be like, yeah, do you want to wear a wig? Great. But I think you look really, really great bald. And uh, he hates cuddling with bald hair because it's really, really scratchy. You mean cuddling with a wig? What did I say? Cuddling with with bald hair. Yeah, okay. Cuddling with... (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, he hates cuddling with long hair because he's, like, right in his face, right? Yeah. And so, how much easier now that he gets to cuddle right with my nice shiny bald head, you know, he can get right up close, no hairs in his way, no hairs in his mouth, no hair in the, in the shower drain. Um, <laughs> no, and so he loves it, but like, he goes like, oh yeah, what do you want to wear tonight? I'd be like, oh, I'm thinking, do you want to be with a, bald, like a blonde woman tonight? He goes, okay. I'm like, brunette? You know, redhead? Or he'll just be like, no, like, just, just bald hair. He likes just you. Hair. Just you. <laughs> just, just me. <laughs> oh, but, my heart. <laughs> but I don't know, like, how is our relationship so strong? Because I, I just think because because he's already eccentric, he was okay for me to live my truest self because he, he wasn't afraid to be judged to be with me. Yeah. He was just like, he just wanted to love me. And, like, he saw that I was, like, a, like a hidden person. Yeah. But he, he loved that version of me. That's amazing. I remember seeing, um, like, I don't know, I don't know Alex at all, obviously. Um, I remember <laughs> seeing a post, and I can't remember, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just remember seeing a post that you posted, and he had shaved his head because you you were also bald. I totally lost my headband. But um, am, I, am I right in remembering that? Yeah, no, I totally remember that post. It was on New Year's, and it was our very first New Year's together, and I was so pumped about having, you know, my first New Year's kiss with my with my, with my boyfriend at the time. But um, Brent Kissel was playing, and I don't know if you know Brent Kissel yep. or not. He's country. And he had a song out called I Didn't Fall in Love with Your Hair. I remember that song. Yeah, so... That night, we were going downtown with our friends to, to go see him live on New Year's, and Alex shaved his head for the first time, and he posted that picture of the two of us being bald for the first time on his Facebook, and his quote actually was, I didn't fall in love with your hair, and I remember being like, 
oh shit that picture anyways blew up on his account my account and everyone was like oh like you guys are like so cute together and whatnot and i remember being like shit like that is what real love is you know and i remember at the time i had some people being like why are you going bald why are you embracing that still well i had this man who was literally shaving his head for still me. i still did it it was until my wedding day wow yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. That's yeah. I I very vividly remember seeing that, and I was just like, wow. Like I, yeah. I just like it's not even. I was speechless, not even in a negative way. I was just like, for first one, I wish I had that one day at the time when I saw that, <laughs> and two, I was just yeah. like, wow. Like this is literally hashtag relationship goals. Like, <laughs> thank you. He's uh, yes, he shaved his head. Yes, he rocks a mean beard. Yes, he has a widow's peak. <laughs> so was it for me? Maybe. Was it really for the widow's peak? Now I don't know. <laughs> but he has a good beard, and literally I'm a beard girl, so, like, I'm all for it. Like, that's... Girl, me too. And also, I love him being bald, too. But if he's he's the one who sheds most in our house. Could you... I, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> well, actually, technically it's our dog. Who's supposed to be non-shedding, but... <laughs> Both my dogs shed, so I get that. Um, okay, so question, because you're 27 and you have a ridiculously strong marriage. Um, literally, this question is for literally anyone from between their 20s, 29, and literally above who's not married. What kind of relationship advice would you give to other people who are in their 20s and still trying to s- still searching for what you have? Oh, goodness. It's out there. That's what I'm going to tell you. It's out there. Um, It's going to sound corny and straight out of a Nicholas Sparks book, but love should be easy. I remember once, actually, years ago, you messaged me about that, and I told you, love should be easy. Yes. I messaged you, or did you message me? I don't even remember. I think it was a Twitter post. I think I posted my first article. I don't know. And you're like, or maybe guys, it was when I got first dumped. I don't remember. All I remember was like, guys, like, is love worth fighting for or should you just not fight in general? And I remember telling you, it should be easy. I remember this. Yeah. And so, and so that is how I'm going to quote it is that it should be easy. And the one, the one is actually out there, turns out. Um, and there's a reason why it never worked out. So this is my this is my relationship advice. There's a reason why it never worked out before with anyone else. And there's a reason why things feel right with someone. Again, because the one is out there. Um, someone once said to me, and she quoted it all the time, that I would love them more if. And I would love them more but. And when you find that strong romantic relationship, you'll realize why it didn't work out with anyone else. Because there are no ifs, there's no ands, and there's no buts. It will just be, this is who I want to spend my life with, and this is my person. And that is my relationship advice, because the person is out there, your Nicholas Sparks movie is out there. It's literally like a Grace Anatomy quote, like, you're my person. (laughs) And Alex is my person, like... There, like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sensitive person. I'm a, I'm a bold energy, and that man just loves me. That's like to the point he's got a tattoo of me. No way. 
like of your name like oh hazel <laughs> of like your name like your face like no it's a full-blown bald nurse with a head tattoo did i did he post that did i see that i think i did i don't know all i know is that he came home one day made it so we we made a joke about it yeah i love you more no i yeah. love you more yeah 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 well, and then I'm like, no, you love me more the day you get a bald nurse tattooed on you. So he came home one day with a bald nurse with a head tattoo on his calf. Mm. On a shin. I think I saw this picture, but no way it did not happen that way. It actually happened that way. He told me he was going in for an arm piece that he already was working on at Bombshells. Yeah. In uh, Petal all the time. They're in Pembroke now. And yeah. Yeah, he came home with a, with a full-blown picture of me on his knee. And then, and then whenever I'm like, I love you more, and he goes, Katie. He pulls his, like, shorts up. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's amazing. I, wow. Yeah, he's, uh, he is, he is pretty great. Like, you know, I'm not gonna say, like, you know, every relationship has, has its downs and has its up, and, and we fight, but he's the first person to, to, well, the first man, anyways, to fully look at me and say, I love all of you yeah and i think that that's really important and i feel like that that's a message i wish that we had when we were younger that i love all of you like who you are is exactly who you're supposed to be yeah i wish i wish that we were told that like when we were in high school you know what i mean like when we were younger and still trying to figure ourselves out i wish that somebody told us that i i could not agree with you more i wish that i was told that i'm I'm perfect the way I am. Yeah. And that anyone would be lucky to have the real version of me. I love that. Um, right? Before, before I let you go, I have one more for you. Okay, I'm ready be- for it. Because, um, so I've mentioned this a couple times. My dogs are way too excited. I mentioned this a couple times in my previous podcast with other, with other guests. Um, but I am writing a book. And in the book that I am writing at the end of every chapter – I write an advice to my younger self and what something I wish I knew when I was younger. So if you could tell 20-year-old Katie anything or give her any advice today, what would you tell her? Oh, great. It sounded like RuPaul that way. Okay, <laughs> so um, I would tell my 20-year-old self that being bald and being different is is okay and that it's actually something to embrace. And more importantly, that there is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with you. I would tell her to go to therapy sooner <laughs> and go talk with someone instead of holding all these feelings of, you know, insecurity and shame inside because there's nothing wrong and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And last but not least, I would I would tell that 20-year-old self to rip off that damn wig tell herself to go get a side head tattoo because it will change your life like your whole life that's what i would do like my head tattoo is one of the best things <laughs> that's amazing did that hurt by the way I'm like a bitch i had got my first tattoo um right before the christmas break on my side for my brother and yes i love that i actually noticed that oh Beautiful. thank you um i told myself i would never get a tattoo because I was, like, thinking as, like, 80-year-old great-grandma me being, like, 
an old grandma and having a tattoo that's all wrinkly. And I was like, I'm never going to get one. But I got it for my brother. And I remember my boyfriend telling me, because he has like a whole sleeve, he's like, you shouldn't get it on your ribs. It's going to hurt too much. And then you posted recently about um, your head tattoo and how it hurt like a bitch. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like your head or your skull would hurt more than your ribs. <laughs> I've got a half sleeve, my inner arm, my foot my back and uh yeah the head kind of wins i feel like that would win over everything but again do i want my other side done potentially Ooh, that would be <laughs> would cool I do it again so much more because again people are less inclined to ask you how's your treatment going if they see um a head tattoo that's true it's really pretty by the way what kind of inspired that my husband <laughs> Of course. My, hus- my husband bought it for me. This is just Valentine's like a love podcast. This is just a love episode. It's fine. <laughs> my, uh, he was getting tattooed by um, our our tattoo artist, Liz. And I went to go see him bringing some Gatorade. And yeah. she's like, girl, I'd love to do that bald head of yours. And I'm like, oh, maybe one day. But I don't want to be 80 with a head tattoo. And We had the same We had the same idea. <laughs> But everybody in a nursing home is going to have a tattoo. That's what I realized. True. We're all going to be walking the office and with tattoos. True, because we're everybody. Yeah, you're right. You're it, right. Exactly. I know. I know. And then, and then he actually got me the head tattoo because he's like, I think you will never regret this, and I got it, and I have yet to regret it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh man, this yeah. is. <sighs> I'm so just I, I want you to know I wish I know we've talked about this kind of on air but I just want to put it on the record I wish that we were friends in high school I wish that we had we were closer in the past but I know that this relationship is going to kind of foster that friendship even though we live a million hours away from each other um I feel like this is just going to kind of grow something more and I just want you to know that like I'm literally your super fan we might not be super close friends, but you inspire me every day. And I love what you're doing. I love what you're advocating for. I love literally everything you stand for. <laughs> um, and I just want you to know I'm really thankful that you came on here um, today with me. <laughs> Girl, okay. Well, thank you. Look what you're doing. You're giving me the platform. Oops. You are the one who, who is having these important conversations to have. So you know, cheers to both of us and cheers to our new friendship. Cheers, literally cheers. We're going to cheers to the camera here. Cheers to cheers. our new friendship. <laughs> cheers to our friendship, girl. Um, Before we go, where can my listeners find you? Well, it's a brand new account. It is bald, dot, and bodacious because I am a thick soul. So, and I love bodacious wine too. Yeah, so, that is true. Um. And it just so happens the title of our podcast, so it makes it even easier to, for listeners to find you. Even easier, girl. So yeah, that's where they can find me, bald, dot, and bodacious. On Instagram, right? On Instagram okay. only right now. Perfect, perfect. Um, it was great chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you for everything You're you stand so for. Thank you for our new friendship. Thank you literally <laughs> for everything, for informing everybody, just, you know, everything. Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um wonderful night uh you as well and we'll chat soon thank you okay. bye
Okay, I absolutely adore her. I adore Katie's message, everything that she stands for, and I'm just so thankful that we were able to get her on and that she was willing to tell her story and be authentic and be vulnerable, and I just love that because that's what this whole podcast is about, and I remember literally when the thought of asking her if she wanted to come on the podcast came about I was actually getting in the shower and I was just thinking random thoughts like you always do in the shower and I was like hmm because I just saw Katie's bald and bodacious Instagram page uh just right before and I was like I wonder if I messaged her if she would come on even though we haven't talked in like years and I messaged her right away and she agreed and I was just like oh my god this is gonna be fantastic and I think that this one hits a little bit more closer to home especially because like I said like we talked about we grew up in the same city town grew up in the same small town um we went to the same high school and like just kind of followed each other over the years after we've both finished high school and so I think that that's why this one hits a little bit more closer to home just because like I we almost like went through we went through adolescence together you know what I mean so um love her love her message give Katie a follow at bald and bodacious on Instagram um check out check her out support her and Thank you guys for for this week and this this week listening to this week's episode. It's been great. If you guys have any any questions, any DMs about anything at all, remember you can always shoot uh, me a message through my DMs on Little Did You Know podcast on Instagram, and we can always talk about it on the next week's episode or anything. Any questions you guys have, even when, in regards to the guests that um, we have on. So have a great week, everybody, and I can't wait to chat with you guys next week.